UTVs and Fast and Furious. Let's talk about it. Getting started and talking about uh, Fast and Furious, let's talk about UTVs. Recently, I went to Coos Bay, Oregon, and I, you know, rented a UTV and went, you know, UTV riding in the Coos Bay dunes. It was actually really fun. I rented a Polaris Ace. It cost about, about 165 for two hours. I mean, within those two hours, you have more than enough fun. We were able to go throughout all the sand dunes and you know um, the entire thing have really a lot of fun the only bad part about these utvs is that the deposit is five hundred dollars granted you'll get that back but you know in case you do mess up or flip it uh it actually costs you three hundred dollars if you flip it and you also kind of lose your deposit there or if you damage it in any way you lose your deposit almost immediately you know, uh, once you can get past that fact, it's actually really fun. Uh, I went with uh, two friends of mine. One of them lives down or, or in Oregon. One is uh, one that I actually interviewed here for the podcast, uh, Oscar. It was really fun. Um, <clears throat> at the time, though, I was actually uh, coming down with the flu. <laughs> <clears throat> coronavirus i mean flu uh but i went and you know i still had fun even though i was dying the entire time you know i was uh i had to deal with the fact that <laughs> all the cold air and all the air in general would just make me want to wheeze and die but i got fought through it i wore a mask turns out good thing i brought a mask because it actually helps when you're writing in the sand is because you're actually having sand thrown at your face so it actually helps a lot because it kind of protects your nose and your mouth which is really good and it's sunglasses very important because when you want to go is when it's sunny but when you're going up you know you're all of a sudden in the shade or you're in the shade and all of a sudden you're just blinded by the light and you have to like your eyes have to adjust but if you have sunglasses you can kind of deal with it a little bit better it's actually I recommend if you ever go UTV riding, take a mask and um, some sunglasses. You're going to need it. Also, if you're riding by yourself or, you know, or just with some friends, either bring a speaker or some headphones that can fit in your helmet. Because even though, yeah, you're riding, it, it's more fun when you have music. Uh, that's the one part I, I forgot to do, but, you know, something I wish I had done. I'm thinking about going back in June, maybe. It's uh, about a six-hour drive from where I'm at. I mean, it's a, it's a long drive, but, you know, it's worth it, honestly. It's really fun. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Fast and Furious, how have we not talked about that? Uh, it's more likely because I forgot, honestly. I was busy about uh, going to the UTVs and a bunch of other stuff, but, you know, let's talk about it. Uh, the trailer released January 29th, so about, you know, at the time of this recording, <laughs> 29 days ago, or 30, something like that. But let's see here. Uh, the movie comes out on May 22nd. From what we know or remember from the last movie, basically, Dom, at the very end, Dom has a kid that he that he has from his ex, 
Uh, she's dead, so now <laughs> he has to take care of the, the kid, which is, I believe, Brian now. That's what he named him. But now he has to, you know, kind of do the same thing that Brian and Mia had to do. Uh, in the opening trailer, we can see that Dom has a kid and he's retired. The kid has grown up quite a bit. Uh, but something actually brings him back. Turns out, uh, if you watch the trailer, the main villain is actually his brother. You know, It kind of makes sense in a way because <clears throat> in the first movie, we only know about Mia, him, and their dad. We don't know about their mother. We also don't know if uh, you know if he had a, if they had more family members or not. That's something that we don't know. Another thing, Charlize Theron's character is back. I don't like her character at all. She's it's it's really dumb. But people talking about people who return. Mia comes back. She's back in the trailer. Um, another thing, Han. He returns. He's alive. We were left in the last no, not in the last movie, but. In Fast and Furious 7, I believe, we were led to believe that Han was killed by Shaw out of revenge for his brother. But this timeline's all kinds of weird and messed up. If we go back to the third one, technically Han died in the third one. And when we went to the fourth movie, he's alive again. How that works, I don't know. But the timeline's all messed up. But, you know, they fixed it. Quote, unquote, fixed it. Another thing, Sean and Twinkie return. Those are the two main characters from the third Fast and Furious movie. If we watch the trailer, we can see that Sean is actually in the trailer, but Twinkie is not. But I've seen photos of them on set where Twinkie is actually there with them. So we can expect to see or hopefully see Twinkie in it. Hopefully his scene isn't cut. I really want to see what he's been up to, kind of like see what kind of role they'll do in this uh, or they'll have in this movie it'll be really cool another thing is that since Mia is back will Brian make a return even if it's just for a couple seconds or maybe just think because think about it why would he let Mia go off to fight or try to you know def like help out her brother or help out with the family thing Technically, Brian is part of that family. He is his, his her, that is his wife. You'd think that he would try to do something. Maybe, I don't know, something might happen to him. You know, maybe they'll actually kill him off in the movies. We hope not, but it might just be a solution since he's, since Paul Walker died in 2013. We might, might I don't know, it might happen. Even though uh, Dom and Mia's brother actually has the, like, problems with Dom, not so much with me, at least not from what we've seen or heard from the trailer. But, you know, it's all to its own. We'll see how it goes. Um, another thing is, if Han is alive, does that mean there's a chance that Giselle is also alive? If we go back to the sixth movie, we see that she actually sacrificed herself in order to save Han. But Han technically died in the third movie and once again in the seventh at the very beginning. But we don't know. I mean, it really is interesting. Or, like, you're kind of thinking, maybe she is alive. Maybe she's not. I mean, if, what's it called? Uh, Shaw's brother, Deckard, was able to survive the plane crash from the sixth movie. What's to say that Giselle didn't survive, you know, the sixth movie as well? We don't know. Uh, it'd be really interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, another talking about returns the Supra it makes a return this also comes after 
the news that where Toyota said they will no longer support or have their cars represented badly on or in movies or video games that represent illegal street racing, even though they've had it there for multiple years in movies and, for example, games like Forza, um, Gran Turismo, all those games. Uh, Need for Speed as well. But, I mean, that's the decision they want to go with. But as of recently, uh, they're actually having their cars back in video games. As of right now, the Toyota Supra, the Mach 4, is in Forza Horizon 4, which is really good. Um, but let's go back, back towards the Supra in the movie. In the quick glimpse that we saw of the Supra, we saw that Han is driving it, and the Supra is the newest one, the Mach 5. The thing is, it's painted or has the paint job from Han's Veilside RX-7. I don't know how exactly to feel about that, considering how it's two different manufacturers. I mean, I would understand if the... What's it called? If Mazda had resurrected the RX-7 and, you know, it had the same paint job, I'd understand. I 100% understand that. As for having it on the Supra, I'm not sure. And the Supra was more like Brian's thing. I'm not sure about this, but to each its own. Um, <clears throat> another thing that kind of made an appearance in the trailer is a Pontiac Fiero. But this ain't no regular Pontiac Fiero. It's a Pontiac Fiero with a rocket engine. Now, I don't know if you know anything about uh, the Pontiac Fiero, but basically, it's a crap box. It, it's a lemon. It's what it is. It sucks. It was one of the worst cars to ever be made. How the, the engine was crap. Utter crap. But apparently, they made it more reliable with a rocket engine. A rocket engine. It makes me a bit mad, but at the same time, I gotta respect it because they did make it more reliable. And they actually made it faster. As for, like, the build itself, I'm, I, I, I don't like it. I mean, why would, why would anyone decide to put a rocket engine on a Fiero? I mean, that, that, that's, that's a horrible idea. It really is. I don't, I don't know. But from what we can understand in the trailer, this the Pontiac Fiero is actually built by Han, not by Han, but by Sean and, um, and a couple of the other guys from Tokyo Drift. So... That actually is kind of leading me to believe maybe there will, will be some drifting in the movie. Maybe it'll go back a little bit to its roots because of them. I'm hoping that'd be a good thing to have. You know, as we can see through the through the years, Fast and Furious started out up until maybe the fourth movie, where it was actually about racing and cars. After number five, they kind of pushed it a bit too far. Now they're in, you know, in num in the fifth movie, they were in. Was it Brazil robbing a vault? They were they stole a vault and drove off with it with two trailers or not with two chargers throughout Rio. It's not that realistic, but I mean, it's still fun to see. And then in the sixth one, we see that now they have to uh, fight a, a villain now. So they have to basically they end up crashing a plane and surviving. Like it's. It's, it's becoming more from, like, somewhat similar to reality and moving more and more to fiction. So much so that now, in, if you've seen the Hobbs and Shaw movie, Idris Alba's character, 
He's apparently um, an enhanced person. He has, uh, what's it called? Basically, the ability to be... He's basically, he calls himself the Black Superman, guys. He, he calls himself the Black Superman. I mean, at this point, it's just... It's kind of getting out of control. Don't get me wrong. We're all still going to watch it. 100%. I mean... We're, we're going to watch it. I mean... Even though we may not like like the series anymore, may not like the direction they're going, we're still going to watch it. Because whether we like it or not, these movies hold a special place in our heart. It's what... Uh, it is what... It's like... To us, to most of us, it's actually what got us into cars. For me, it was the first, second, and third movies that got me into cars. Uh, the first one we see Brian in a <clears throat> in Mitsubishi Eclipse, then in a Toyota Supra. I mean, that was like the dream cars back in the day. Then in the second movie, he had a R34 GTR. I mean, that, those aren't even legal in the U.S. and you just that's like the favorite car right there and then you also got to see an rx7 honda s2000 in that movie and then the third one you got to see another rx7 hans veilside rx7 you got to see an s15 i kind of wanted to cry in that scene where sean actually crashed it but then there's the atrocity later but we'll get to that in a bit but then we also have the evo 8 in the movie it, it was or Evo 9. I honestly, to this point, or to me, I can't tell the difference between Evo 8 and 9. I know there's a difference. I just, I, I can't tell, honestly. But it was beautiful. And then we come around to the end where they put an RB engine inside of a Mustang. That, that That's just, um that's an atrocity, what it is. That made so many people angry. So many people. But it's the kind of thing that you kind of see, not all the time, but you kind of see in the car community. There's all these people that do engine swap and do all that kind of stuff. So, like, it kind of made us more into cars because it got to give us a different side of it, With even though we got it was a weird story. But we got to see drifting, street racing, all that kind of stuff. That's all the stuff that we liked when we were younger. And we still do up to this day. But it's just something that we're going to have to keep on watching. And we're all going to watch it whether we want to or not. I know I keep on repeating that part, but it is what it is. And then we're they're actually supposedly going to end this Fast and Furious saga at 10, but it's going to be like a two-part movie. So technically, it's going to end with 11 movies. But from there, I've been reading on forums and uh, the news that and online websites that apparently after they end the series, they still plan on making a spin-off series. So basically, Dom might get his own series kind of like how Hobbs and Shaw have theirs theirs we might get one with uh, Dom Letty or even what's it called Han we we don't know that much about Han other than what we've known from the third fourth and so on movies basically only the the only past that we really got into was in the third one technically but it'd be something cool that we'd like to see like again, like once again, we're all still gonna watch it. it it's still the Fast and Furious movie. It's gonna have cars. They're gonna be nice. But that's apparently what their plan is. And I mean, Universal is gonna try to milk uh, Fast and Furious for everything they got. And we're, we're the suckers who's gonna go for it. Well, that looks to be like all the time we have for today. Um, what's it called? 
Subscribe, like, and listen to us on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, check out my Twitter, Neuerbags Dan. You know, uh, there I posted a video, and I might post some more photos of my trip to Coos Bay. You know, some like the actual a video or a picture of what I wrote or what a Polaris Ace is. I'll post it up there. Uh, you know, check it out. You'll, you know, I'll, you'll see what I'm sometimes doing on a daily basis or what I'm doing when I'm at school, even when I'm here in studio recording. Like, for example, this recording, I actually did it yesterday, but uh, the audio file didn't save properly. So I had to come in the very next day and do it again. And here I am. Well, thanks so much for listening. You know, like and subscribe and, you know, have a wonderful rest of your day.